pleasant good morning to you. I'm so glad that you are alive and that you can hear me. I'm glad to be alive to be able to come to you this morning and to share with you in these devotions. Thank you very much for listening and thank you for sharing. And thank you for allowing the Word of God to minister to your heart as you minister to others. I love the words of S.C. Foster. He said, once I was bound, but now I'm set free. Once I was blind, but now the light I see. Once I was dead, but now in Christ I live to tell the world of the peace that he alone can give. I love thee. I love him. Because he first loved me and purchased my salvation on Calvary's tree. I want to take a little time this morning to say I thank the Lord for dying on the cross for my sins. And I thank the Lord for the opportunity to hear about the love of Jesus Christ who died for me. And I thank the Lord for the one who preached the message. The night are the messages, the days and the nights that I've listened to. And when God drew me unto himself, and I thank the Lord for the one who showed me from the word of God how I can be saved. But along the way, there are many people in my life who has also helped me and encouraging me along the way. And I give thanks to God for each and every one of them. You know who you are, and I thank you. And because of you, I'm here this morning trying to encourage others to do likewise. We are looking at this matter of married and miserable. One of the things that we have noticed that cause people to be miserable in a marriage would be domestic violence. And needless we pretend that is not there because it is there. We closed last morning in looking at this matter of abuse and we closed on verbal abuse. And I told you that I will pick up there this morning. I tried to explain to you a little bit what verbal abuse is. It is belittling. I said that it is to be criticizing. It is to be calling names. It is to be screaming. It is to be threatening. I close by saying it is to be excessively blaming. Everything that goes wrong, it is that person that did it. Let's pick up on what it is. It is putting down in front of others. One has to be careful with that, especially a husband and wife. You must be careful trying to put your spouse down before others. Uh, I am not saying that you, everything that your spouse would do, that you must see it as right. But you cannot be putting your spouse down before others and expect that when you go home, everything will be well. There must be a place and time where you could sit down and speak with your spouse and say, you know what? That was not right. That should not have been said. That should not have been done. There's always a place and time to do things. So put them down in front of others. Be careful with. Then complaining with others. Be careful how you complain your spouse to someone else, especially if the person cares little about your spouse. If the person cares about your spouse and you complain your spouse to that person, be advised that person will tell your spouse what you said. So you must be careful complaining your spouse to others. 
sometimes in so doing, folks would say, look at so-and-so, you know? Now, this kind of abuse causes many to lose their sense of confidence. It causes them to lose their sense of self-worth. It causes the victim to be afraid. Many see themselves as useless in a relationship. And because of that, they live a miserable life in the marriage. Many desire to be out of the marriage. Why? Because they are miserable in the relationship. There is a portion of scripture that is found in the book of James. As a matter of fact, when you get some time, you read it, the chapter of James, chapter 3. I want to read a few verses for you. The Bible says, My brethren, be not men and masters, knowing that ye shall receive the greater condemnation. He said in verse 2, For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man is able also to bridle his whole body. Just stop for a moment and think of that. We all do offend. We get offended and we offend each other. And if I were to tell you something that you may not understand, we could limit that. But those things will, will happen because we are human beings. So when we offend someone, the right thing to do is to stop and to apologize and to go on. And notice what he said in verse 3. He said, Behold, we put bits into horses' mouth that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great, are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm whithersoever the governor listed. Even so the tongue is a little member, and boasted great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth. The tongue is a fire. A wall of iniquity sows the tongue among the members, that it defiled the whole body and set on fire the course of nature, and is set on fire of hell. For every kind of beast and every bird and serpent and things in the sea is tamed, and had been tamed of mankind, by the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. As we think of that, we must be careful, all of us must be careful how we use our tongue. It would be wise for us to think before we speak. You know, some people say, you know, I can say what I want. I don't care. I just say it. I say what I want. Oh boy, hmm. be careful. Because the things that we say, we may take a little while to say them, but they last with the, the other person you mate for a long time. And they're not so easy to take back. The wisest man that ever lived, he wrote in Proverbs chapter 15, and he said, A soft answer turneth away wrath. You know, when, when someone is angry, and you, you, you try to match that person, and you try to get angry with that person, so they shout at you, you shout at them. That is not helping the situation. The Bible said, if there is a wrath, the way to get that wrath turn away is a soft answer. Sometimes one would just need to be quiet. But when there is supposed to be an answer given, the Bible says, a soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. What? There's some words that just stir up anger. In verse 2, he says, the tongue of the wise, what it does, use that knowledge aright. But the mouth of fools Pour it out foolishness. Wow. Wow. The person that thinks before he or she speaks is a wise person 
because they have understood what words can do. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. A fool despises his father's instruction, but he that regarded reproof is prudent. In the house of the righteous is much treasure, but in the revenue of the wicked is trouble. The lips of the wise discourse knowledge, but the heart of the foolish doeth not so. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is delight. Hmm. Correction is grievous unto him that forsaketh the way, and he that hateth reproof shall die. Let's be loving. Let's enjoy the relationship. Let's see what we can do by taking the misery out. Get some time, continue to read James chapter 3 and Proverbs 15, 1 to 33. And add to that Proverbs 6, 16 to 19. Our time is out this morning. Thank you so much for being with us. And we trust that we were able to help a little bit today. Father, another day you have allowed us to see. Another day you have allowed us to share. Use these words wherever you desire so that many will be helped. We love you. We praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless. Have a great day in the Lord.